thank you for listening to Zero Brightness. If you'd like to support us directly, you can go to patreon.com slash zero brightness. You can also find and interact with us on Facebook, Instagram, and Discord. All the relevant links are at zerobrightness.com. We'll see you out there. Okay, so they remade Dead Space. Uh, yeah. A game that I basically swore never to play again or think about <laughs> again. And they remade it, and I really like it. Uh, <laughs> I think the <laughs> new the version... Turntables. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, how the turntables have turned. <laughs> um, I, I really like it. I think it's a good game. And Vincent, I asked you to come on to talk to me about this game because you have more of a history with this game like you what what is your history with dead space like play the original yeah. how'd you feel about it etc yeah yeah i played the original probably when it came out um i don't remember exactly but i i loved it immediately i think for me um, you know, I, I think just like you, just like probably most people who've played Resident Evil 4, like I played Resident Evil 4 absolutely to death over and over and over and over again. And so Dead Space kind of felt like like the not as good Resident Evil 4, but in space. Mm-hmm. But it was like good enough that it was like, oh, I could basically play like Resident Evil 4.5. And like, yeah, that's that's cool. That's fine. <laughs> um, and I felt with like just enough differences in you know settings and like a couple mechanics and things like that that were like that made it interesting. Um, I did the typical, I you know beat it on normal and then hard and whatever else difficulties they had. Um, I've played two and three and beat those, and I like those are distant memories to me. Like I vaguely remember parts of two and I remember like kind of liking it and three like zero memory like I think I remember thinking it was okay but I was not interested or excited for a four if that's where they were headed right um but yeah I always like enjoyed the original for sure mm. yeah I I think that when I so I we did an episode on the original that's kind of like one of the most infamous episodes of the show, both from like people who listen and for myself. I think it's like the I just really don't like that episode. Um, I think that that was like when the burnout was setting in, mm. and I just didn't want to play that game. I didn't want to do that episode, and I think it's I think it's very obvious. Um, but the thing with me in the original Dead Space is that I played it. I tried to play it many times over the years, like. Mm. I tried to play it when it came out. I didn't like it. I tried to play it again multiple times over the years. I did play it for the show. I didn't like it. And I think that, you know, playing the remake, I I realized that that was definitely partially me, but also I just don't like that game. Like, <laughs> I definitely think that there's a mindset thing. Because, like, going into Dead Space, like you kind of pointed out, I was like, oh, it's going to be like Resident Evil 4. 
And I know that that's like what the developers were going for. Like you can read interviews and hear them talk about it. And they were hugely influenced by Resident Evil 4. But I think Resident Evil 4 is like a perfect game. Mm -hmm. And so instead of all the differences making it exciting, I felt like all the differences made it terrible. Uh, you know, because it's like, it just didn't have the feel, it didn't have the style, it didn't have any of the things that I liked about Resident Evil 4. Mm -hmm. And I'll also say that like, Resident Evil 4 is one of the few games that I'm like freakishly good at and have put so many hours into that like, I feel like I'm an expert on it and I love any game in that style. So like, I'm obsessed with the Evil Within and Evil Within mm -hmm. 2 and like, you know, the Resident Evil remakes and anything that kind of cops that style I'm really into. So like, I think I'm kind of the wrong person to enjoy Dead Space because I just like Resident Evil 4 too much. Yeah. But yeah, going into the remake, I kind of accidentally put myself in the right mindset to enjoy it because <laughs> like I did that episode about the uh, Resident Evil remake mm. that came out a couple of weeks ago, I did that right before I played the Dead Space remake. Like, I think I finished editing that and then just like downloaded Dead Space basically and started playing it. <sighs> and it was kind of like, oh yeah, like you can actually do something with a remake and you can actually kind of like polish it up so the good bits of design that were underneath the kind of old clunky stuff shine through. And yeah. I think initially I didn't think that was really possible. And that's why I was like, I don't give a fuck about this remake. But mm -hmm. just like going from the original Resident Evil to the Resident Evil, you know, remake, I felt like going from Dead Space to the remake, there is actually a lot of stuff that they like polished up. And it does, it's just a much, much, much better experience overall. It's definitely smoother for sure. But, it, but yeah, it's, it sounds like your experience of the original was almost like, uncanny valley-ish with Resident Evil 4 of like, oof, this is like like a fake version of <laughs> this game that is perfect in every right. way. But yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I I agree about like it it just feeling more polished and it feeling more sort of streamlined. I, I guess I'm uh, curious like what felt different for you or what, yeah, like just what stood out to you as, you know, being different, you know, things maybe you were dreading, but ended up being different, etc. Yeah, so I'll run down the changes quick here. Um, I do think even just like on a basic level, there is something interesting that happened where right before the release and even going into the release, like a lot of people were trying to downplay the changes and just be like, mm. it's not going to be that different. But to me, the things they changed were actually huge. And I think they had a huge impact on the game. And like, the ability for someone who just wants to sit down and play a fun video game to like be able to do that. Uh, and those are like all things that were massively missing in the original. So, okay, number one, the controls are better. Um, they're tighter, they feel better, uh, and everything moves quicker. The game speed has definitely been increased. The original game had a super slow and heavy feel to it, uh, which is something that fans of it enjoy and something that I really didn't enjoy about it. Um, it kind of always feels like you're moving through goop. Uh, I think in this game, it doesn't feel like that. Everything is quicker, tighter, more responsive. 
They've added in accessibility options as well. So like uh, there is, you know, aim assist, there's snap aiming. Um, you can change the difficulty options at any time. There's even deeper like accessibility options if you want to like, like particularly tailor your experience with the game. That's huge because like, I'll say, even though I like this game a lot, I really enjoyed it. I still will never really like the combat in this game. Uh, I think there's something odd about precision aiming at characters' limbs while playing with a controller. It just Mm -hmm. doesn't work. And I also still feel like my Resident Evil 4 stand bad vibes like while playing this game because like (laughs) I'm like so good at shooting things in the head or in the knees that like not shooting things in the head in the knees like hurts me. (laughs) You know, it's like if someone gave me a guitar and told me to play it left handed. It's like, yeah, no, (laughs) what? Yeah, I'm no. (laughs) (laughs) Um. But I really appreciated them adding in those options because it basically meant that I could actually play and enjoy the game because when I was starting to just get like annoyed to the point where I would turn it off, instead of turning it off, I would just adjust the options and keep playing. Um, That's like massive, you know what I mean? Like that's literally what those things are supposed to do. (laughs) So (laughs) I thought it was really cool to like, actually get to use those options and get to experience that in the game. Yeah. Um, yeah. But there's also some like deeper changes that they made to the game that I think uh, a lot of people once again are really downplaying or trying to like kind of present them as not that big of a deal and I think they're actually a really big deal. Uh, the first one, and maybe we can pause and like talk about this for a second, is like the level design and the environments are way different in this game. Um, and the two changes, and I don't know how um, like noticeable this was to you, but to me it was immediately noticeable. Number one, all the environments are much bigger. Uh, the kind of claustrophobic, tiny feel of everything isn't really present for a lot of the game. It doesn't make you feel like you're just stuck in corridors the whole time. And that's good because in the original game, I thought the combat was just really messy and hard to track because all the environments were so small. So suddenly you've got that. That's a major upgrade. And the other thing is that they've changed the layout so that there's way more like looping back, um, Mm -hmm. finding shortcuts, and then also giving you incentives to return to areas uh, to unlock new items and like find secrets and stuff. That's like huge. To yes. go from the linearity of the original game to this, not non-linear, but like almost non-linear playstyle is like crazy. I, I remember I, I kept playing it and, and feeling um, like, why is this like feel just better? Even though sort of like all the major beats I was expecting came up, and yeah, you're you're right. Like there's more room to like run around. Like the places feel more distinct. I feel like especially in the first half-ish of the original, I get sort of like whatever version of Snowblind is, like of gray blind with all the same colors of the ship everywhere and you're running around and it's like, I have no idea where I'm at or like how this, you know, area is different than the last area other than my little markers telling me to go this way and not that way, you know? Um, right. But yeah, I felt like with this game, like I could probably like get through the ship like on foot, like 
without a map if I had to, you know, um, cause it felt like you said, cohesive. Um, and it felt like there was a really nice loop in a lot of places. Um, yeah. And you know, there's like extra little side missions that encourage you to backtrack and those, yeah, felt, felt good as you were able to like be encouraged to explore these bigger new, like, you know, really pretty spaces that felt distinct instead of, yeah, like another gray metallic corridor that leads to another gray metallic corridor. Right. Well, and that, that was a big, big problem I had with the original game is that it's super samey and it's super boring and I just didn't feel engaged with the level design. And so to fix that is huge. And mm -hmm. it's like, you know, once again, it's hard to critique a game that came out so long ago because it's like at the start of the genre, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like the start of the genre is fucking Resident Evil 4, okay? Yeah. So it's like <laughs> we, we have an example of it being done very well. And so like one thing that's like kind of just a seed of an idea in Resident Evil 4 is that these aren't levels as much as areas, right? Like in Resident mm -hmm. Evil 4, you go into a place. And yes, it's linear. It might be mostly a series of corridors or something to that effect. But the fact of the matter is that you have some space to run around. You have some space to go in another direction, to find a shortcut, to find hidden items or little areas and to collect bonus things and blah, blah, blah. And that just gives the game a much better game loop and a much better feel. Like you don't feel just stuck in corridor after corridor after corridor. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that's like, you know, that's a big difference between that and Dead Space. So with the remake, they've actually brought in that feel. And I noticed it right away because like one thing I started doing in every area that I wouldn't have done in the original game was that, you know, you can hit the button and see which direction you're supposed to go. Right. Mm -hmm. In yeah. the original game, it almost made it feel dumb. Because it's just like, oh, I, I go here, right? <laughs> forward. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Which way is forward? But in this game, I would do that. And then just like the original Metroid, I'd go in the opposite direction and just see mm -hmm. like, what can yep. I find? Can I find extra items? Can I find upgrade materials? Like stuff like that. And I would. And so suddenly like the upgrade system, which in the original game just felt really restrictive and felt like a chore was now really fun. And like the flow of all these areas, which in the original game had just felt like drudgery once again, now felt really fun. And like, that's such a huge change. Like that's literally changing the fundamentals of yeah. the game. And so just right away, I was like, okay, this, this and like aim snap and like better accessibility is enough to keep me, in this game the whole time you know what i mean yeah yeah i think for me the the original like i didn't mind you know i i, I liked a lot of the combat or parts of it right so like i'm just you know gonna have a better experience with the original to begin with um and yeah you're you're right like it definitely um was yeah just very very linear and um yeah, like push forward, push forward. Um, and yeah, here I, yeah, I would stop, like you said, to explore, look around. Um, I don't know if um, you were going to mention this, but I, I think the first thing that felt really, really different to me was that they are now giving you 
the guns instead of like you go to the store and it's like, oh, hey, look, this like new guns available. Isn't that great? And it it makes it feel like, oh, I'm progressing and I have to like use new strategies that are coming up. Um, and it feels like, yeah, like it it rewards you for getting acquainted with the ship instead of um yeah like oh like don't worry like that section's over we're we're done with it we're never going back um that it actually yeah wants you to be like feel like the ship is like a lived in workspace and it very much felt like that um in the remake which i really appreciated yeah exactly i mean it it doesn't take a lot to elevate it from like a corridor shooter to something like you know a more open-ended kind of strategic action adventure game but they've done those things you know and i thought it was even cool that yeah like they give you the guns and then they kind of gate off all this other stuff behind the store right where you have to go and pay money so like some of the guns like you just don't find the ammo if you want to use it you have to buy it and then like there's all these upgrades for the guns you know and then it gets to okay how many upgrades are you going to pour into this thing how are you going to distribute your points um and you know this is all stuff that like the evil within does really well and Mm -hmm. it's all stuff that gets you to play the game and then immediately turn around and do a new game plus which is actually what i did here which once again like shocking stuff (laughs) like (laughs) like this is shocking content all right right uh to anyone who's listened to the show for a while maybe like new people are kind of like i don't get i don't get what's going on here and it's like go listen to the original dead space episode (laughs) if you can give it 15 minutes and then come back and listen to this shocking stuff you know Mm -hmm. but yeah, like th- that's how you you do that. You make something that's a little open-ended that invites you to use strategy and then you just kind of let the player loose. Like in the original game, I just felt like the whole store system and having to buy things was just a punishment. And in this game, like you said, it feels like a reward. And yeah. I I think that's really cool because once again, also at a basic level, like I don't love the the combat here like the thing that you do 90% of the time I like it I think it's good in this game but Mm. I don't think it's like amazing so for me getting those upgrades and you know doing the exploration is the actual like fun of the game and so like when you take that away which I think the original did by just telling you to like get good I completely lose interest personally I think another part of like it giving you like the guns and the upgrades as it goes along is yeah it, it rewards you for exploration because in the original like I you know was always strapped for cash I would never buy the pulse rifle or like right. you know I bought it on like a new game plus and I was like eh, not for me here they give it to you I'm like well yes I have to like incorporate this into my strategy and then yeah at some point like I'm realizing, oh, like they're giving me ammo for guns I'm not using. I actually need to dump one of these. So I'm not, cause I actually don't like it that much. Right. And, and that, whereas it felt sort of in the original, it's like, you know, plasma cutter or nothing, you know, yeah. <laughs> um, like, like why would I buy anything else? This is, this does the job. Whereas this, it's like, well, if you're going to give me the tools to have fun and play around and like, you know, put up a firewall, then like switch to something else or, you know, have the, the not shotgun the space shotgun you know maybe like i can play around with that whereas i wouldn't have you know done that before so yeah it felt it felt more like 
yeah, like they realize if they give you just just enough, you know, the first guns free kind of thing, like you will figure it out and like have more fun with it. Yeah, well, definitely. And and I feel like those changes really make the inventory system open up and <clears throat> the whole like strategic side of the game just open up, you know, because like, yeah, like you're saying in the original game, you just kind of went with the first gun and everything else just seemed like a waste. Whereas in this one, they're giving you stuff. And so you're like, okay, I need to move things around. I need to try things. I need to actually manage my inventory. And then you suddenly notice like, oh, there's a limited inventory system. Mm -hmm. That's kind of interesting. You know, that actually works in the game. It's like all of these ideas that felt a little bit plopped into the original feel actually placed here. And like, once again, I mean, like I said, and you know, earlier, I feel like it is very comparable to the original Resident Evil and then moving into the remake where like technically it's the same game. You know what I mean? Like the basics, the things you do, they are the same, but the way that they moved and changed things makes all of the mechanics in the game work so much better. And it makes the game go from feeling clunky and dated to actually feeling playable and fun, you know, to someone who isn't a fan of the original or who doesn't love that style. Cause that's another wrinkle here. Like I've like kind of was known as like a seventh gen hater. And then I went on this long string of playing seventh gen games. There are some good ones. I've, you know, recanted a little bit, but I still am just kind of a seventh gen hater. Like I don't like the style of those games. I don't like the way they look. I don't like the prevailing design trends. Like it's just, I just don't really like it. And so Mm. I think that this remake brings it enough into like what we consider good game design now that I can really like get into it, you know? And sometimes you need that. Like I just, it's so annoying. Like if you look around on like YouTube for like video essays on horror games, it's just every game is a masterpiece. Every Uh game is a hidden gem. (laughs) Like it's this canon that you're, if you like horror games, you're, you have to love this. And it's like, no, you fucking don't dude. Like, you should know your likes and dislikes. And like, I know for me, like I like old clunky survival horror games from the nineties because I grew up with them and I think they're great. I don't like seventh gen clunky survival horror games because I didn't play those games or enjoy them at the time. And Mm -hmm. like, so I have my likes and dislikes and this game is like, okay, you've translated it for me. You know, I get it now. I like it. It's good. It's a good game, you know? Yeah. 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 Um, I feel uh, it's it's really in- it's an interesting experience because I, I had a lot of like, you know, deja vu playing this where I, I kept thinking like, this is just as I remembered, but better. But I cannot tell you why, because I because a lot of the times I, I know I just told you a bunch of <laughs> reasons why. But like uh-huh. in the moment, it it's just just yeah, it just feels smoother and like being sort of pulled along like it. It's sort of like, I don't know, like gaslit me into like remembering the original even more fondly because i was like oh yeah wasn't it just like this didn't i like this just as much like it's the same right and it's yeah you're you're right it's 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 not it's um like you said it's been translated it's been updated um in uh yeah i I felt like a way that as, as someone who like really enjoyed the original um it's it's interesting of like for like i i would imagine like for me or for other people who really liked the original like this the remake's obviously better right but i don't know if i would have called it necessarily like essential but 
I think, yeah, all the changes that you're talking about, you know, I think you're right. Like, can like probably flip people um, who didn't like it um, or, you know, who like quote unquote should have liked it, you know, to begin with into actually liking it. So I guess in that way, it's, it's like kind of essential that you're like, yeah, like you're actually widening your audience with like more or less like 90% of the things are the same, um, which I think is kind of a like amazing return on your investment of energy. Um, right. yeah. 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 Well, and that's the thing too, is like something that I kind of learned from doing the podcast is like going into it, you make a lot of assumptions. And especially like when I started, because I was with someone who in terms of like video games, like we had a lot of the same tastes, like mm -hmm. me and James just like, like a lot of the same stuff, especially from the nineties. Um, and so you're kind of like, yeah, everybody likes Resident Evil. Everyone likes Resident Evil too, right? Like mm -hmm. the first two Resident Evil games, everyone likes it. And then like you think about it and you're like, what? No, <laughs> like of course <laughs> not. Even like the original version of the remake of Resident Evil on GameCube still, it kind of plays like shit. <laughs> and it's like, I, I think that you need to kind of like, you, you need to kind of learn to widen your view a little bit and just be like, Okay, some something is important historically and it's great to you because you understand it. But a lot of people aren't going to like it. And especially as time passes, new people who are younger than you enter whatever scene you're in or thing and taste change and and et cetera, et cetera. People are going to enter who are just like this game isn't important to me and I don't get why it's important. And so then you need these kind of like remakes, remasters, whatever, to kind of like reinsert it into the conversation. And so you can say, or like you, you start to understand that it's like, yeah, sometimes this remake can do just enough to, you know, make it palatable to a new generation of people who would still enjoy this on a lot of other levels. Mm -hmm. And it's like, it's even more so when you're talking about something like the seventh gen, which was super liminal, it was like super like transitory, you know, we were in between different phases of game design and game development and the industry and blah, blah, blah. So, you know, a lot of this stuff is going to age super, super quickly. And mm -hmm. like, I think, you know, obviously going back to the Resident Evil example, obviously that was the case. Like the original Resident Evil looked bad like two years later. You know what I mean? Like Resident Evil 2 just absolutely demolishes it in terms of presentation and and fidelity and everything, right? Mm -hmm. So like when you go back to Dead Space, this is something that once again, I'm taking a more nuanced opinion of and I people might think I'm contradicting myself earlier, <laughs> right? But like I'm kind of thinking about it now that I've seen this remake and it's like, okay, I get what they did here because like the original is a good looking game. Mm -hmm. And if, if you play the PC version now, today, uh, it looks pretty good. You know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. it looks clean. It looks pretty modern. But then when you play this new version, it's like, it's not just the graphics. It's the aesthetics, the presentation, all the changes they made. It looks great. It feels great. It feels much more cohesive and modern. And so suddenly you're like, oh yeah, like part of the reason the Dead Space is a little wonky if you weren't there at the time or you weren't a fan when it came out 
is that it looks really fucking wonky. Like the monsters look, <laughs> they look funny. They look like those mm. things from labyrinth that toss their limbs around. And yeah. like <laughs> the cutscenes go on for way too long. Ugh. And it's, they're super wonky because the main character doesn't talk for no discernible reason. Mm-hmm. And like, so in this game, I still think the walk and talk cutscenes are an annoyance. I'll never really enjoy that style. I, yeah. I think the cutscenes go on for too long. I think there are too many of them, but like, Hot damn, are they a billion times more palatable just having the main character fucking talk and just having a character anchor this story that's very cinematic and film style. Like, that's huge. And I guess that's another change to add to the list is that like the main character talks now so they can actually write fucking dialogue, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so you're not having other characters be like, huh, I wonder what's going on. Oh, maybe it's all of these things. You should go investigate and like have a really wonky one-sided dialogue. Yeah. Um, yeah, it just yeah, it makes it feel better. Like, yeah, like why why were they doing a chrono trigger-esque silent protagonist in the year of our Lord 20, whatever it was that the first right. Dead Space came out, right? Um, yeah, yeah. And I, I I think it's such an interesting um you know, idea about remakes in general, like who are they for and what's, what's the point of, um, yeah. And, and sometimes it's just, you know, like people had a lot of good ideas, but I think with every artistic endeavor, right? Like there are things that don't go your way or things that were products of their time or limitations or budget or whatever. And sometimes it's okay to be like, and I'm sure lots of artists do this for like, oh, if I made that now, here's what I would do differently. But with video, that's what remakes are, is, oh, let's do that now. But with the updated, you know, tools, perspectives, et cetera, that are available to us now. Right. Yeah. And it's just like there with something like that, there's just so many clear improvements that can be made. And it's all this like, you know, you start stacking them up and it's like, oh, this is just a much better game. <laughs> like there's just no getting around that they've improved it. And yeah, I, I think once again, I think fans of the original and, you know, I guess people who just don't want to buy into this thing, which is totally valid and cool, are going to try and keep downplaying the changes they made. But like, I think it's pretty massive. And once again, I think that like whenever you're going to talk about a certain generation, if you're a fan of it, your perspective is going to be way different than someone who's not a fan of it. And Mm -hmm. so that's that's like basically one of the people that a remake like this is for. Right. Like obviously they're targeting fans. Like we said, they're they're trying to bring new people in. And, you know, like you said, they're also trying to just see like, okay, what can we do now? you know, what can we change? And, you know, like Resident Evil 4, all right, we've already been talking about it. Let's talk about it again for a sec. Yes. That's one where like I've said before, like I'm excited for remake just cause like I love Resident Evil. I love Resident Evil 4. It's my favorite one, like blah, blah, blah. But with a remake, it's like, I don't think it needs a remake. Cause mm. I played it. I play it like once a year and it's yeah. great. Like, but I also have always understood, well, not always, but since <laughs> modern controls, 3d controls got standardized. I have understood that the controls in that game are weird. And the fact that you can't move and shoot, it's weird, right? Like mm-hmm. just like how tank controls, they're weird. 
You know, this is like a different kind of control scheme that is also fucking weird. And so I get that them making a remake of it will allow a whole new group of people to play it while also improving the game. Cause like the Resident Evil 2 and 3 remakes fucking rock. Yeah. And so it's like, if the gameplay is just as good as those with no improvements, it'll rock. But I know they're also gonna tinker with it and you know make it better or just do something with it. So it's like, yeah. I know it's going to be good and I know it's going to be worth everybody's time, you know, Mm -hmm. but I think that like you do need to kind of like accept that this kind of thing exists and that there's also people who don't love the thing the way that you do that are, are really going to enjoy this like new version of it or these changes that they're, they're bringing to the table. Um, Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was huge with the presentation in this game. Like the presentation in this game is radically different than the original you know like Mm -hmm. I don't know did you feel that way like playing it as someone who's like more familiar with the original it it snuck up on me because I at first when I like you know was starting to to play it I was like okay you know this feels like kind of as I remembered it and like I haven't played the original in like years um right and and as I was going through it I it it was a it was kind of an ineffable feeling of this feels really good in a way I don't remember you know like I I, I feel like I you know you, you know having you know played you know games with tank controls etc like I I think there's some degree of like yep this is just the system and I just got to get into it um, and I think I did that with the original Dead Space but I felt like. Um, slowly over time, I'm just like, I'm enjoying just running around and I'm just enjoying like encountering whatever is coming in front of me. And it, it was, yeah, sort of like a a slow creeping realization for me as someone who like really enjoyed the first game. And, and, um, as I was playing, I was like, okay, yeah, I guess everything does look nicer. And you're like, yeah, like, it's interesting that he, like, has a face, you know, your, your main character. And, like, uh-huh. actually, like, it's like things move a little faster that way. But, yeah, it was definitely, um, like, like a couple hours in, I was like, I cannot tell you why exactly, but this feels better than the original. And then, yeah, it, like, slowly dawned on me, right? Like, everything we talked about of, like, yeah. the level design, et cetera, was what was pushing it. Um, yeah, it, it sort of crept up on me as someone who really enjoyed the original. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Cause like, yeah, once again, it's like the stuff is mostly the same, but then, you know, the controls being better, the move speed being faster, everything being a little slicker makes the game more fun to move around in level design being improved. Uh, which once again, I think people are really sleeping on that, like adding that nonlinearity and making backtracking mm-hmm. fun and backtracking is also a major part of the game now. Cause you get these like clearance levels mm-hmm. and they let you go back and collect items. So you can also just choose to go back to areas you don't need to return to and run around and you'll be rewarded for it. That's massive. Yeah. Like that's massive, but also just the basic presentation of the game, right? So I think the decision to have the protagonist uh, speak is huge because mm-hmm. the writing in the cutscenes massively improved. And once mm-hmm. again, if it's like a thing that you can't skip, which you can't skip, which <laughs> sucks, yeah. but you know, if it's the thing you can't, at least like it should be 
better than the original and it is and i think that's great yeah um but then you've also just got the visuals and the style right like so the game is much darker now um much moodier now uh Mm -hmm. everything is just much more visually striking and i think that also plays a huge part in me like being able to get into the game right because like like you said in the original game it has this kind of antiseptic feel to it uh it's a little samey it's a little gray um and you know they had said in the lead up to it that it's like yeah it's going to be darker and bloodier and they kind of meant it in a in a literal way right i think people were thinking that it was going to be like gorier or something and i don't know it's not i didn't think it was much gorier than the original but it's just literally the environments look trash. There's blood everywhere. There's shit scrawl on the walls everywhere. And the fact that it's all looks good and it has really nice, like moody fucking lighting and it's all dark. It's like, yeah, this works. There's even a few segments that use darkness as a gameplay mechanic that are freaky as fuck. We're like, they cut the power, but it's actually effective in this game. In the original game, whenever they would turn off the lights, I would have no idea what the fuck was going on because yeah. the environments were always too small and there was just limbs flailing everywhere <sighs> and the screaming, which we, we have to talk about uh. the sound design, which like no one's looking <laughs> forward to that conversation, except for all the people who DM'd me asking me what I thought about the sound design. Um, <laughs> but like it, it just works in this game because like the environments are bigger. Everything looks better. Like, Things are freaky, but it's freaky in an approachable way. Like shit pops out at you and you can kind of get your bearings and you can sort of juke out of the way and have a near miss. And like, like I jumped a couple times playing this game, like mm-hmm. playing the original game. I, I was just so numb to all the screaming and flailing that I just like, I felt nothing for the vast majority of the game because they blew their load in like the first 20 minutes of the game. You know what I mean? It was just like, this is what we've got. We've got a guy jumping out of a grate in a small room, completely obscuring your camera view and just flailing a lot, you know? And like, yeah. it, that shit works in this game just because everything looks better and the environments are larger and there's room for these, like, these set pieces to happen, you know? Yeah, like even something small, like, um, like, like, like a very small thing is like, you have to find, like, you have to like reroute power in certain rooms. It's like open doors or whatever. And yeah, like a lot of them, are like, oh, you got to turn off the lights to like reroute the power to the door. And it's and it's 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 so simple and it's so small, but it's one of those things of like, like I am like, like I know what I'm getting myself into. And and, you know, it makes you look around and it makes you plan out, um, you know, what am I going to do or what do I need to prepare for um, in order to like, you know, trigger the next event? Um, yeah, yeah. And I feel like, you know, I always think of like like a couple rooms stick with me, right? Like the big like ER room, right? Where mm-hmm. there's like it feels like yeah, there's enough room to run around and maneuver and do things, um, yeah. And it's you're not confined, um, yeah. And I I rarely felt confined. Like once in a while, you'd go into like a little like small room and something would jump out, but it wasn't it was it was far and few between, and it felt otherwise like yeah manageable and spaced out um yeah enough yeah well and in this kind of game right which like another thing too that i'm accepting here is like it's an old game there's going to be some old Mm -hmm. ideas here and they're not Mm -hmm. just going to scrub everything for the remake right but like 
in this kind of game, you know that there's going to be jump scares and there's going to be like a lot of little kind of mini set pieces like that where you walk Mm -hmm. by a thing, you walk by a doorway and a thing runs by or like you walk by a grate and a thing pops out, right? Like, you know, these things are going to happen, but I felt like in the original game with how cramped it was, it, it initially felt claustrophobic, like, okay, this is the kind of horror we're going for. But then very quickly, it becomes frustrating because there just isn't enough room to maneuver. So it's like a thing pops out and you might die just because you can't see, yeah. right? <laughs> and it's like, okay, <laughs> that's bad design. Or you might have the the classic, it's like, I think of it as like the layers of fear problem where like, there's constant little scares and set pieces happening, but like they're so specific that if you're not looking in exactly the right direction, you'll miss them. And you might just like play the game constantly hearing weird audio cues and just never <laughs> seeing scares. Um, it's a huge problem in both of those games for me. I don't know. Maybe I just like look at the wrong angle or something, <laughs> but like I just experienced that a lot. But, um, you know, so, so in this game, you're seeing that these improvements actually make those moments land right and so it's like oh yeah it's kind of creepy when that dude runs by the door or like when these things popped out it was creepy and then i got that moment of fight or flight like okay do i stand and and fight these guys or do i maneuver around them and just leave the room and the fact that it it looks cool it works as intended um for the average player and once again i'm standing in as the average player because i'm just not very good at this game like Mm -hmm. For the reasons stated in the beginning of the episode, um, it just feels so much better. Like it's just such a massive improvement, and I think that it like it kind of points out some of the weaknesses of the original while also like redefining the game. Because like I don't really think claustrophobia is exactly the horror of this game. I think it's more of like unpredictability. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, it's like a classic sci-fi thing of like things are always breaking and you're always fixing them because you're on a <laughs> spaceship. Like. That's not a horror that really relies on claustrophobia. So making the environments bigger just makes the game play better. And there, like, there's still a couple of rooms where I felt like the camera was struggling. And I definitely had that thought of like, should this game have just been in first person, like from the mm. jump, you know? Yeah. Like I still, I still kind of think it should have been, but regardless, I think this game makes it all work so much better and that's a great example of something that kind of game devs learned over time is like if you're going to do a 3d uh or sorry a third person camera angle in like a 3d game Mm -hmm. uh you need to have enough space for the camera to maneuver the camera can't be constantly getting stuck in corners or being obscured by enemies and things like like you have to have enough room to maneuver but if you remember the like ps2 days and even the early 360 days when this game came out like that was rampant. Just games with this dog shit cameras. Like, oh, right. Yeah. You know, like we don't even think about video game cameras anymore. It's not like yeah. a thing. We think about perspective, like third versus first, stuff like that. But like at that time, it was a huge issue. Like you'd play a game, you'd be like, man, this camera fucking sucks, dude. You know? Yeah. 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 The classic memories of like, like fighting the Super Mario 64 camera, like, endlessly to like see exactly what you're doing and and yeah it's it's funny you mentioned that because yeah it's that was so like baked in to like that era that like it was just like sort of a given that like this is the thing you have to fight against um yeah and it's it, yeah there's there's 
more than enough room yeah to, to maneuver and I, I think like especially with um they have these like giant like areas where you're like um zero gravity and like although like so once in a while it's like it's a little like frustrating sometime of like maneuvering like it also at the same time like it's, it's these gigantic areas so if you like mess up maneuvering it's it's fine you know and if an enemy's coming at you you don't know what direction you can just like run you know and you have enough room to reorient and like you know shoot things that while you're floating in the air like and it, it gives a like a like it uses that well um, yeah yeah well that's a huge thing that we need to talk about here is that like they redesigned every set piece and yeah. All of them are basically in zero G. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in the original game, the zero G set pieces were miserable because the controls were awful. Uh, it's much better in this game, like much, much, much better. I still don't like these. I still don't like the set pieces or the zero G parts of this game for the most part. I think it's cool when you're just doing traversal and you have to go through a zero G section. Mm. Um, and that's like a thing that's in prey, a game that I'm a, a big fan of. Um, and like I like that, but then when they're like, okay, you have to power on the flux capacitor by going into zero G and screwing in all the space rivets with your, you know, laser driver. That's what I'm just like, dude. Like, I, I, I did the Earthbound ver- version of this as my job for like three years. I don't need to yeah. fuck off. Like, yeah. Um, but like, they're just so much better in this game. Like the first moment that I fully knew that I was like, all right, I'm going to finish this game and I think I'm going to like it the whole time mm-hmm. was when mm-hmm. I got to the part in the original game where you do this awful turret mini game with oh, asteroids. My God. Yeah. And they had changed it to just a, a much more normal zero G segment where you directly control the turrets with the exact same feel and control as using your gun. And it's just like, oh my God, like this alone is just such a massive improvement and all of the other set pieces follow suit where like the controls are better. It's tighter. It doesn't take as much time. It's like, this is the thing we learned about game design, you know, throughout this generation and the next is like, we don't need mini games. Nobody fucking likes (laughs) mini games. Stop making us do mini games, dude. And like, just like, once again, I don't like this era. I'm not a fan. So if you say, hey, we took a game from that era and we took out all the mini games, I'm like, I'll at least try it for that alone. <laughs> I'm sold, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> yeah. That was like the most dreaded section as I was approaching it. Of like, oh, I was like, oh, my God, please fix this. Please fix this. And yeah, very. Yeah. Just felt it was it was so like natural that I was like, oh, wait that was the section that I was worried about, you know? Um, And it just felt like, yeah, like it just naturally smooth part of, of the game. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And you know, like the only QTEs are sometimes enemies grab you and you can like mash button to get away. But there's also like an accessibility option. That's like, you will automatically just succeed those. And I was like, yes, that is, that is what I want. (laughs) I do not need to press X to Jason or, you know, punch enemy off me. Yeah, like they took out the mini games. They let you turn off QTEs. I mean, you can it it looks and feels like a modern game and you can go deep in the options and make it just straight up a modern game. But at the same time, it also hits all the same beats as the original game. And it has that stuff that feels seventh gen. Like all the zero G parts to me feel very seventh gen. And like, 
I, I, I appreciate that. Once again, it's just like when you play the Resident Evil remake, you understand that like this is much, you know, much more solid mechanically than the original game, but you're still playing a game whose bones are from 1996. Like, yeah. this is the same thing where it's like, you understand that it's a modern game. It's definitely improved mechanically, but the bones of it are from 2005 or 2006 or whatever, you know? So like, yeah. I, I appreciated that. And I think that they made it all palatable. And like, once again, I, I don't love these set pieces. And I think that most of the bo boss fights are fucking terrible. Cause like mm -hmm. it's a survival horror game. Like the boss fights are going to be terrible. I, we all know this we've accepted yeah. it. It's, it's fine. But like, once again, it's like, if you accept these things about the game, you know, that you can't change, I guess, to paraphrase, whatever is that AA? Um, <laughs> yeah. Like, if you accept the things about the game you can't change, you realize that it's actually a very good game. And like, yeah. you realize that like that, it is what it is. I guess that's the phrase that I like to say, because I'm not, I'm not into AA, but you know, whatever, <laughs> more power to you if, you if it helps you. But uh, it is what it is. If yeah. you accept that it is what it is, then it's like, oh yeah, these, these pieces of it, are good you know what i mean yeah and like yeah. uh yeah that's that's huge to me yeah you know um it's uh it this is like a like a little side tangent but it's interesting you said of like you know should this game have been in first person um uh i recently got uh an oculus that has resident evil 4 on it vr um oh, which is nice. in first person um it playing the vr version of resident Evil 4 was like i was playing the game for the first time um oh. it was incredible um it, it like that is the version to me maybe we'll see how this remake does but like i'm yeah I, it's it's curious of how like yeah there's still some like clunky things here and there because it's you know it wasn't meant originally in first person so there's a lot of like compromises or updates but um yeah it, i i was thinking about like what was what would it be like to play this game in in first person whether vr or with the controller um yeah i think a lot of things would just feel better and work better and i yeah i wonder if the like over the shoulder stuff is just like you know you know we know you like resident evil 4 here's almost that um as part of the the marketing um or or idea or conception behind it um but yeah, yeah first person i think would have been really interesting with this yeah for sure i mean the over the shoulder thing is weird because like it's definitely kind of a time and place thing like it came out of that like mid 2000s era where mm. like resident Evil 4 started it and then so many games ran with it you know gears of war famously ran mm -hmm. with it and then you know you had alan wake you had dead space and then before you knew it you had uncharted you had all these games that were just running with it and so it was just a style of game mm -hmm. and in some cases like i said i think it's cool because like i love resident evil 4 basically if, if shinji mikami is attached to it in some way i love it <laughs> like <Yeah. laughs> i think he just knows how to do it and even like once again games is not even like really tightly attached to like evil within two it's like they just get it yeah that there's like something there but there's many more games where it's like yeah should this just have been in in first person is first person just a more pragmatic way to do this thing do you know yeah. what i mean where it's yeah. just like it's like yeah there, there's a thing you're trying to do here this perspective this play style 
and that's cool. But like, would it be better in first person since we're already like almost inside their head? Can you just, can you just shove us a foot to the, (laughs) to the left? So we're just in their head now, you know? Um, yeah, I totally get that. And yeah, Resident Evil 4 VR, I'm really curious about it. It looks really cool. And like, I've heard some, yeah, some really great praise for it. Uh, I definitely need to play it at some point, um, you know, borrow someone's shit or at least go try it out or something. But um, yeah, that is a good question. And the third, I think, you know, that is another kind of thing that I appreciate about this game is like in the original game, people made a big deal about the fact that there's no heads up display and Mm -hmm. that like everything you need to see is like, you know, in, in the game character's design like your health is on yeah the back of the suit and then like the amount of ammo you have is on the guns like little display and stuff Mm -hmm. and i felt like in the original game it felt like a gimmick kind of um and because like i didn't love the camera and the level design and stuff i just kind of like didn't get it in this game because everything just like works much better i didn't notice it really and it didn't Mm -hmm. like bother me so like yeah i had that thought of like, should this be in first person? But it wasn't like a thing that I was like, I wish this was in first person just because everything worked. But in the original game, it really did feel like somebody came up with that gimmick and they were just like, let's run with it. Even though it's just like a clunkier version of the gimmick from Metroid Prime where everything, you know, you do have a heads up display, but it's part of the visual design that you're like wearing a helmet. And so Mm -hmm. the whole game is like seen through the helmet and they make the, the visuals and the display and everything like much more intense and aggressive. And dead space is like kind of just like a not as good version of that in my opinion. Yeah. Um, But yeah, in this game, I just didn't notice it and I didn't care. So I was like, yeah, okay, it works. It's cool. You know? Yeah. Yeah. It does what it needs to do. Something I really appreciated was the I I, I use the flamethrower a lot because of like how cool it made everything look. Yeah, um, like it it like actually like lit up the room in like really amazing ways and um, was actually very helpful sometimes. So like, wait, where am I? Where are all the enemies at? Let me just like <laughs> set some things on fire. Um, yeah. but yeah, again, that's like like I felt like I wouldn't really use the flamethrower in the original. But this one, it's like, oh, it has this like cool aesthetic benefit um, that it also like it's stronger and like in a good way. Um, but yeah, it like I think that's just such an interesting and great way to. Yeah, like, yeah, like incorporate that, you know, like it feels like a real item or a real thing in this world that has like real effects um, instead of a weird gimmicky, you know, Gun, but in space, you know, kind yeah. of thing. Yeah. Well, and that's a good example of kind of what we were talking about earlier, where it's like they, yeah, the graphics are nicer, but it's not just that. It's like the whole visual style, like, works really well with the mechanics of the game. Everything just functions better. Um, everything is, like, more believable. And, you know, there's kind of, like, there's weight and, and heft to things. Um, it just, it all works really well. And I think that, like, if someone was going to be dismissive and say, oh, they just upgraded the graphics. It's like, no, I would disagree with that. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's really the whole presentation and style of the game got like a major upgrade in my yeah. opinion. They also just give you a lot of that flamethrower ammo and they give you the flamethrower. So that's like another thing that, yeah, in the original game you wouldn't have even bothered with, but in this game I use the flamethrower a lot. And mm-hmm. I was like, 
dang, this thing's fun, dude. Like yeah. I'm having a good time. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Pub yeah. a firewall and uh, just, yeah. Enjoy the view. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so one thing I definitely want to address and want to talk about is the sound design. Mm-hmm. Um, so if you if you look up anything about the original Dead Space, you'll find someone raving about the sound design, mm-hmm. and it makes me want to crawl out of my own skin. Uh, mm-hmm. I think the original Dead Space has possibly the worst sound design I've ever encountered in a video game that isn't like completely broken, right? Yeah, like it's not broken. It works. It's just offensively bad. It's fucking <laughs> terrible. And in the original game, the sound design was basically just everything screeches at you as loud as possible and as often as possible so that you can't even hear the other sound in the game. Like you will not hear sound effects. You won't hear music. All you'll hear is screeching, just constant nonstop screeching. And it's mixed extremely loud so that when an enemy pops out at you, you are scared allegedly (laughs) allegedly (laughs) this is a scary thing although as i mentioned earlier by the millionth time it happens if you're still scared turn off the game because you're gonna give yourself a heart condition like this (laughs) don't don't do that man like at that point you should know that everything just screeches all the time you should be used to it you know it's like the first Mm -hmm. time you use a grinder you're like wow that's loud and after an hour (laughs) you're like whatever dude it's just how a grinder sounds you know yeah anyway In this game, they've toned it way the fuck down and everyone is too cowardly to admit that they've toned it way the fuck down. But it's like, of course they did because the game has good sound effects. It has like good sound design elsewhere. The music is fine, you know, whatever. Like it's all there. It sounds good. It works. If you lay a giant massively like up in the mix layer of screeching over everything, you can't hear any of that. So like they fixed it. They fixed it, and anyone who won't admit that the original sound design sucks is a coward. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. I, it's it's funny because like the the original like sound design, I guess it like didn't bother me as much just because it felt yeah may, maybe like with um, other certain things of like yep, this is just like how this goes, right? It's it's a right. quote unquote scary video game, and so you're gonna get loud scary noises with it. Um, but yeah, it, I, I I was thinking about it as I was playing, and yeah, it's it actually it feels appropriate, right? And it's not overused, and it's not the exact same like audio file of the basic enemies every single time um, that like I can like conjure in my head. Yeah, I swear to God, in the original, I could like hear the sample loading and cutting off yeah. like so many times. <laughs> it was just like, oh my god, dude, fucking, you know, it's just like if you're playing an old game you just hear the same sample of a guard going like mm. he's over there you know at yeah. a certain point you're just like well this sucks like and not even like they needed to have a hundred different samples just make the guy not do that every time also once again is massively hypocritical because resident evil 4 has this problem like <laughs> majorly but i like it in that game <laughs> so i guess maybe maybe that's once again to go back to my original like trying to be more understanding Maybe what I don't understand is that all these people love Dead Space just wish that there was a constant layer of screeching around them all the time. And I should respect that that's their life choice. Yeah. <laughs> well, at least like in Resident Evil 4, like you have like people whispering, you have people yelling, like, I don't know. There's at least like, you know, some different like things going on where, yeah, it's just like 
garbled screeching that that monster makes garbled screeching that this monster makes yeah you know ad infinitum um but yeah like yeah. i could also conjure the you know muere, 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 but like yeah. that's also because i've like played that game probably like you like for a million hours so yeah <laughs> well i think too that like you know not to get too deep into my you know sound design bag as someone who's an audio engineer who has done <laughs> who has done sound design for film and all these shit all this shit over the course of my career it's like good sound design requires a lot of uh negative space you could say dead space (laughs) (laughs) um it requires a lot of negative space and i feel like ironically the original dead space just didn't have enough of it because like it was just so saturated all the time um whereas like in this game i think they nail it and it's like a space station in terms of fictional environments that you can conjure up, it's kind of like one of the most evocative and the the easiest um, to conceptualize in the viewer's mind, right? Like when you think of mm-hmm. space station, you think of the humming, the little beeps, uh, you know, things like kind of ricocheting off of metal surfaces. Like there's all these different like easy buttons to push. And so it's very satisfying to create that kind of like ambience or to create that kind of atmosphere. Mm-hmm. And if you don't actually leave that negative space for those things to come through, then yeah, it's just, it doesn't shine. It's not immersive. You know, it doesn't Mm -hmm. like, uh, it doesn't draw the viewer in or the listener in. And I think that in this game, it's done much better. And just even having the mixing, you know, be a lot better helps with that, you know, and like, cause you want to have them hear that negative space, those subtle sound effects. And then you want to have them hear like monster sounds and things. So they can try and place where monsters are. And it, it, there needs to be just a lot of subtlety to sell it as like a physical space. Yeah. And, I felt that the original game lacks that. I feel that like Resident Evil 4 even, you know, has a lot more, you know, it just has a lot more sauce because of what they're going for, right? With the really minimal like ambient music and with the sound effects, the almost having no music for the majority of the game. Yeah. Um, things like that, having really distinct sound effects. So like, yeah, like, like if you want to get technical about it, all of the speech, the enemy speech in the game, the spatial effects on it are garbage. Like it all, it's like, why does it sound so close? Why does yeah. everybody sound so close? Right. But all like, the time. Yeah. yeah, but the whole rest of the stereo picture and the way that it's used in the game is really effective just because there's a fuck ton of negative space and there's yeah. really great sound design in the environments. So you can see that there's like, there's good and bad pieces. To me, it equals out to being really good and really immersive. And like, that's kind of, this remake is obviously much more high fidelity, much better mix and everything than a game that came out 20 years ago. But mm-hmm. a lot of similar ideas go into it. And I think just toning down all of that screaming uh, yeah. <laughs> just makes it work a lot better in my opinion, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, um, yeah, like there's definitely a, uh, a feel or I don't know if like insecurity is too like weird of a word from the original that like oh we are making a capital S scary game and this is what the people want and we got to give it to them they're expecting you know scary things popping out and being loud um, right. all the time and yeah and, and it, it sort of feels like they were able to sort of trust themselves more that like yeah like there's more s- like slower calmer creepier things that are ultimately more effective and that like scary doesn't always just equal 
loud noises um, all the time. Yeah. Well, especially for a game that does throw you into a lot of big, intense combat arenas, you know? It's like Mm -hmm. you need to have those quiet parts to sell those other parts. Because, like, we're going to get enough screaming and explosions (laughs) and, and all that shit, so, like, give us that downtime. And I think even just from a pacing perspective, that improved level design helps with that a lot too because you're not just going from firefight to firefight you're going Mm -hmm. from area you know a calm quiet area where you're just doing exploration and then you're in a big arena and then you're doing more exploration upgrading um yeah i don't know all those things work together to create a game that is slower paced it's more atmospheric but it's also more fun to play and like the controls and things feel quicker but the whole pace of the game is just much more evened out you know and like I remember playing the original game and getting stuck on certain rooms that just felt like um, like brutal combat arenas and just being really frustrated and I never felt that way playing this game and nothing has changed about me I'm not suddenly (laughs) good at Dead Space so it's like yeah clearly the design here is much improved you know yeah to that like i i had a couple like rooms or areas i was dreading upon the you know the replay um uh through this and it you know i I died you know several times and um but it it never felt like a slog you know um whereas like yeah the original like that freaking canon <laughs> you know uh-huh. <laughs> part and there's a couple other rooms that are just like oh god i have to do this and like yeah i didn't really get that feeling um from any of this yeah like you said in, in for all these like different smaller elements kind of working together in concert yeah so i think you know the title question of this episode is did dead space need a remake and for me the answer is like a very emphatic yes And I think this is a really, really good remake. And I've been talking a lot on the show and also more on the Patreon about like my philosophy about remakes where like, Mm -hmm. I like it when something is substantially transformative in the game mechanics or to the game mechanics so that like the game plays better. It feels more fun. It feels less like a slog, but the kind of surface level stuff is mostly just polished up a little bit you know Mm -hmm. like you still get the experience of the game and what they intended with the game but now it's just more fun to play you know and there's some great examples on the ps4 of like you know games where they did that i think that this one is one of those games like i think they did a great job in that regard that like you're supposed to be in space having this kind of event horizon-y you know, evil space station experience. Um, And you get that, but everything underlined in terms of the mechanics, the controls, the level design, the exploration, everything has been improved in some ways that are subtle to fans of the original, but are really, really obvious to people like me who wanted that improvement. Mm -hmm. And so not only do I think the game need a remake, I think this is kind of the best case scenario for doing a remake of that game. And yeah, I think it's great. I really enjoyed it. I had a good time playing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, you know, when I was playing it the first hour, maybe a couple of hours, I would have not said that it was essential. But as I as it kept going, it felt 
like, oh yeah, like there was, there's not, there's maybe not a reason to play the original again for me. Like I can't really think of anything that I would prefer in the original and and yeah and like the sort of slow build of like oh this is better this is better oh this is better too it's also um like it's it's also funnier in a really subtle way like there's like very like subtle jokes of like when jump scares happen i feel like um i could not stop laughing at the like the the one optional mini game where you like throw the ball in the hoop thing right um if you, well, whatever you score a goal, there's like, you know, canned like, uh, like audience, you know, like cheering for you. But like once in a while, it'll like plug in like Nicole's voice. That's like, like <laughs> Isaac, like I forget what she says, like, but it's so funny. Like, I don't, I don't know if they're, if it's trying to be scary, like, Ooh, like this canned audio music has like actual messages from Nicole, but it's, it just ends up being so funny that like Nicole is watching you like fuck around <laughs> on like this, like high stakes, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. mission just playing a game and she's, and she's like sort of cheering you on. Yeah. Um, space basketball. Yeah. You're, you're playing space basketball, but like there's, there's a couple things like that too, where it's just like, Oh, like they, yeah. Like I, it just, the game just feels more confident and like, this is what's good about what this is. And this is, you know, what works. And this, these are the things that we know didn't work in retrospect that we're attempting to fix. And part of that, I think, comes out in, you know, a little bit of the the tone as well. Um, yeah, just being more like it's like it's taking itself less seriously, which I've I think I appreciate. Yeah, definitely. Like I said, I think there have been major improvements to the writing and the dialogue. And some of that is obviously just make you know giving the main character a voice but there's also that kind of led to a whole cascade of other rewrites and things that are improved um yeah i i do think that it's substantially transformative and it's you know it's it's close enough or the original is like close enough to being a modern game that this one just kind of fixes up its problems and yeah kind of replaces the original like it's yeah it's a good it's a good fucking remake you know mm-hmm. and and, you know, it's kind of like I talked about in the Resident Evil episode where it's like, if you're a big fan, you will no- think that there's a substantial difference between this and the original, and that's cool, and you're going to want to return to the original at times. But just like the Resident Evil remake, I could see this kind of like supplanting the original. And uh definitely does for me, because I thought the original fucking sucked. <laughs> and I really, really enjoyed this game. So, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah, same. 